0: guys welcome back to the stories of freedom podcast and today uh, we're trying something new seeing how it goes so as you can see uh, we got Noah here as our guest so yeah I mean that's like I said as you can see so if you're listening to the podcast just so you know you can go to our YouTube page and I will have this um, on uh, on YouTube so just search stories of freedom podcast on YouTube and you should be able to find us And, uh, you know, I've done audio before on there. I had a few videos up there for a little while with me talking, but I don't think we've ever actually put a podcast on there with video and we're doing this over Facebook uh, video chat. So a little eager to, to try it out, see how it works. And maybe we'll do this more often. So, um, like I mentioned in the update, uh, if you guys listen to that, um, a couple weeks back, we, uh, I, I don't, we don't have Kayla anymore um, just because we moved and we're about an hour and a half away from Gardnerville, Minden area where we were at before. And she was mentioning that life was getting busy and it was hard for her between family and church and stuff to keep up with this. So it was kind of just a, a nice, you know, I mean, it, not nice, but it was a um, it, it was going to happen. Regardless, so um, I am going to miss her having on the podcast. She was a great co-host, and Noah, you know her because yeah, (laughs) absolutely VCF out there for a while. So uh, yeah, yeah. Where are you at now, uh, by the way? We're
1: we're at a church um, in Carson City called Fountainhead Four Square Church. Okay, Uh, Pastor Chris White uh, and Vanessa White, and uh, we've been there for little. Well, it'll be, actually, yeah, it'll be a year this month. I don't know exactly what the date is, but, but, yeah, we've been there about a year together as a family, but we we love it. Yeah, we were at VS, VCF for a while, and um, with you guys and Kayla yeah. and everybody, and, and uh, God just totally um, shifted things in our life and in our family, and um, and so, yeah, so we're there, and we've been there a little over a year, and cool. I totally love it.
0: Nice. Yeah, we just... Uh... Kind of got plugged into a church out here finally. So we we tried uh, a couple different churches. Well, really only two. And the second one that we found, we just really liked. Uh, It's a real small town out here in Fernley. And not a lot of people, not a lot of churches. All the churches are really small. And we found one that is kind of going through some changes and is rebuilding. Um, So, I mean, I think they said they were down to like 30 people. And just Mm -hmm. in the past month that we've been there, there's been new people every single week. So we've been there for about a month wow. now and we're not the newest people there. So. <laughs> um, That's great, man. But, uh, yeah, a lot of young, you know, families, which is what we were looking for. So, um, cool. Well, um, I'm just, my dogs are walking up to me, so sorry for the distractions. <laughs> we're our house since we moved is kind of, and we're still organizing is kind of in shambles. I pro I'm not normally going to be sitting here like this. So it's just, you know, it's a little chaotic right now, but, uh, right. <laughs> Anyway.
1: Right, like my like the space I was gonna be in is uh, uh, filled with noise right now with <laughs> children, and so I'm like, oh, okay, let me figure out a different spot.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Well, yeah. Um. We'll get into like your podcast later and stuff. We'll talk about it. But why don't we go ahead and and get started with your story? And uh, I know there's some other things you wanted to share. So I mean, just yeah. whenever you're ready, just dive right in.
1: Well, uh, first of all, um, thank you, Chris, so much for this opportunity um, to, to be with, on the podcast with you. I so appreciate um, the stories of the freedom and um, and and just all that it all that it stands for. Because you know, the Bible talks about we overcome by the word of our testimony, mm-hmm. and I think that that's, I mean, that's one of the greatest tools that we have as believers yeah. is our testimony. It's yeah. not. So much, you know, how much I, you know, read the word or how much I'm going to church or, you know, how many this or that or whatever. But it's just us being able to, um, you know, accurately and authentically um, tell people about God and not so much just about God and and Jesus and who he is, but how he's been, you know, uh, real to us. You know, the the Bible Bible talks about the man. I love the story of the man. that jesus held that was blind mm-hmm. and he comes before the the, the rulers and the <clears throat> and all the authorities and they're like trying to grill him and like well what this and that and they're trying to like pull out all this stuff out of him and why and how and yeah. Jesus is like listen i was blind and now i yeah. see like that's all i can tell you and that's really simply what it is yeah. you know for us when we tell our testimonies is hey i was i was addicted to this or i was in this or was this is but God showed up in my life, and His love and His grace to oh you know, overtook me, and and here I am today. And so, when we tell that, you know, to people that are not believers, man, that to me, that's that's the best thing we can do. Yeah, you know, it's just telling people our tangible stories, not so much, "Hey, brother, you know, have you heard about Jesus?" You know, let me inter-, just saying, "Hey, you know, this is where I was at." And people watching us, watching our lives, and watching how God. Um, you know just shows up and shows himself to us and so i so appreciate this podcast because Thank it you. allows people to do that um so so kudos to you uh bro for, for <laughs> stepping out and i know i know you you know kind of had some ups and downs with it and everything but um you know just keep i would first encourage you and encourage oh, yeah. the listeners to continue to to tune into this podcast but also um be intentional and be passionate about um about sharing your story yeah. and, and telling people about just who God yeah. has been to you, um, yeah. and um, that you know that's that's what makes the difference. So, yeah. um, as you probably could already tell, um, i i spent I spent most of my life in church. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was pretty much born on the pew. Um, went to a church in Tucson. Um, majority of my life called Grace Chapel. They've recently, cha- well, not recently, but they then changed, uh, the course of course, my time going, they changed some grace to the nations uh, with Pastor Obed and Ray Orozco, and um, man, I could I could recount, just as I'm even thinking, just so many things that God um, did in my life, in my time there. I was there until um, I was about 23, I believe, uh, and then we moved to a different church, but um, you know, that's where I got, that's where I met my wife. That's mm. where we got married. That's where uh, I was baptized. That's where, I mean, so many different things happened. I I mean, I would tell people all the time, like my, literally my blood, sweat, and tears uh, are on that property. Um, and so I was raised in church and, uh, early on, um, you know, I was kind of, as I grew up and, you know, my, my mom and my grandma just, you know, just, adamant about me and my brother being in church and um we were the kids that like you know we spent our our summers in vacation bible school it was yeah. like this church this week this church that week this church. like we were in vacation
0: bible school pretty much all <laughs> summer long so you guys um, went from church to church different different vbs's yeah oh, yeah wow. during the
1: summer like we had like one like <laughs> we, we had our main church you know yeah. but like but like yeah summer came out and my grandma's like nope like you're going to vacation Bible school, and there was like maybe a couple weeks like yeah. in the summer. Like you know, we'd have just to be chilling at home. But uh, my grandma and my mom were extremely um, adamant about uh, me and my brother uh, being raised in the church and raised uh, with um, godly standards. And um, so you know, we started you know just started growing up in the church. And <clears throat> as I got older, um, you've kind of gotten past the point of. Uh, I was in children's ministry, obviously, um, being a kid. And as I kind of got older and kind of was starting to age out of children's ministry, um, I started becoming a, a children's leader, like volunteer and worker. Mm-hmm. And so that was my jam, man. I mean, that was, I was in children's ministry. Some people thought I was in ch- doing, helping out in children's ministry longer than I should have. But <laughs> um, I, I loved it, man. And I still to this day love kids and love yeah. just imparting um, Jesus into them. And so I was doing that and, you know, starting to just kind of learn, cut my teeth in church ministry um, and, uh, you know, doing sound and doing human video. I mean, I was just doing all kinds of different things. And, um, you know, again, props to the church we grew up in that just cultivated that, that allowed um, the gifts and um, the talents and all that, that um, God placed within me to just do their thing and kind of flourish. And so... you know, time progressed, and you know, saw children, Helmand's ministry, and then um, I was like, I want to play in the band, you know, church band, and um, and so I started playing in the church band and playing in the youth band and started playing, just kind of playing congas, bongos in the background, playing percussion, and um, and uh, kind of cut my teeth there, and and then the guy that we had as a drummer um, for a long time, uh, they he got to a point where he was getting ready to leave for college and. So he <clears throat> he left, and they, you know, basically turned to me one day, and they're like, "Well, now you're the drummer," <laughs> um, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool." So I'll never forget that first Sunday, like drumming. I was scared out of my mind, um, but um, so then I started playing. I was the church drummer for um, for for a long time, and uh, you know, at the time, the church was a fairly large church, about. About 11, 1200 people uh, oh, wow. between the th- we have three different services. We had two English services and then a Spanish service, and uh, and then sometimes an evening service. And so, man, I'd be up. So I got to the point where I was up like at seven o'clock. I'd be at the church by like seven o'clock in the morning on Sundays, and then I wouldn't leave till like two, three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh. Wow. Um, just playing all the services, you know, just doing different things in the services. You know, one service I'd play, the next service I'd run sound, or you know, whatever. Um, so I just I just had a passion to to serve yeah. and to be in the house of God, um, giving whatever I could at as much as I possibly could. So um, I, when I was about 17, 18, kind of um, kind of was at a quote unquote peak. Yeah. Um, and I was I was the drummer for the church, and then I was also the um, the youth worship leader. Um, and so, man, I was just, you know, we'd leave, wor- I'd leave worship Saturday nights and we'd have just great times in God together as a youth. And then, um, then we'd go out, hang out till like two o'clock in the morning, and, you know, just hanging out, you know, just different, and, you know, Applebee's or Chili's or something. Yeah. And then I'd be up the next morning and doing drums and, and playing all day long. And, um, you know, man, I just loved it. I loved it. I loved the environment that I was in, Um, and then of course, uh, being a young man of that age of 17, I uh, I loved the the attention. And of course, at the time, Mm. you know, I thought it was all about me. I'm like, I am the bee's knees. Like, I am the church drummer. I am the youth worship leader. You know, I've got um, you know all these friends, and then. I ended up starting dating a girl that was my quote unquote dream girl which uh was not uh, <laughs> and it was, as i found out uh it was i say it was out of lust and not love yeah. um and so i'm man i'm just i'm living the dream in in my mind I'm just like you know i'm I'm having all these friends and i'm you know I'm doing all this stuff and i'm just i'm living the dream man and um and it just got to my head. It just really got to my head, um, to the point where I thought, man, I got I got this down. So as long as when I show up on the weekends, I show up and I give them, you know, a game, Jesus, Noah, then then it's cool, and I can kind of just do whatever I want during the week. Like I said, I started dating a girl um, that was really was out of lust and of love, mm-hmm. and um, and so that kind of started taking me down a road that. Um, I didn't necessarily. Uh, my flesh wanted, but my spirit didn't want. I'm yeah. sure you and all my all the listeners are probably already. You you. I don't have to go too much further to <laughs> to, yeah. to, to lay that out. But yeah. um, you know. And then, uh, you know, there were some other church leaders that, uh, youth leaders that were doing some things that that. Uh, basically, what was happening, man, is like. Um. And I'll be transparent, honest. You know, I was I was coming in on Saturdays, and I'm leading worship, and the power of God's falling, and people are getting touched and healed and transformed. And then Saturdays, man, going home, either I'm sleeping with my girlfriend or I'm you know smoking pot with my friend, you know, my brother and some other friends. And then i would get up Sunday morning, man, and put put the game face on and do my services. And I did that for a long time.
2: Yeah.
1: And and that just further increased. This thing in my head of like, I'm the man. Like I can do, I can do it how I want to do it. Like I can play both worlds. Yeah. And you know, because I was such a hot, prideful uh, young man at the time, um, I I didn't hear um, the subtle voice of the Lord telling me, Noah, you have to stop. You have to correct this. You have to live holy, um, and You know, I just, I did, but then I didn't, you know, I kind of would hear it from time to time, but it was just like, no, I'm, I'm living the, I'm living the life. I'm living the dream. Like i got this great girlfriend and we're kind of like, you know, king or queen of, you know, social life here. And so it went on like that for a long time. And so we were getting ready uh, one summer to do a ministry trip to California and we were gonna go and lead worship and um, do plays and skits and preach and do all kind of ministry and um, and it was like well it wasn't like it totally was. God was like, Okay, this can't this enough is enough. Yeah. And, you know, he just brought the axe down on myself and several of the other leaders that were just living kind of essentially this double life. And um you know, I I look back at it now, and I'm just like, you know, as much as it was, it was so painful. Because uh, basically, what happened was, kind of what kind of drew the, the line in the sand was uh, our pastor. One night, um, got up and she was just preaching and preaching the youth and stuff, and she was talking about holiness and and about what that means. And um, she knew um, obviously. You know, by the Holy Spirit and by um, just by, I'm sure people telling her that um, were around us. um, She knew what was going on, and so she, you know, kind of at the end of her message, was just kind of gave this ultimatum: like, okay, if you're in here and you know that, like, you're not doing it the way it should be, you know, you're not you're not living holy, um, then you need to like put it out on the table. And man, I'll tell you what, I was the last one. Like all my, all these other, you know, in my mind, I'm like, man, all you, you know, what's y'all folded. Like, you know, like, I, you know, they all, I was the last one kind of taking my stance because I realized like what at that moment, I realized what I had been putting on the line for so long and, yeah. and how I'd been, di- it was kind of like that like prodigal son moment where mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, like, I've been eating with the pigs this whole time. Like, what am I doing? And and so I had to I had to come out and be like, this is what's been going on. And I'll never forget that night, man. It's like in my head for the rest of my life. I just remember, I mean, once it all came out, of course, you know, I'm on the floor and I'm just weeping in repentance before God and before our pastor and before the youth, you know. I mean, here I was, like, leading youth worship, and, and, and these guys, you know, Yeah, man. I mean, it just was, it was, it was, it was so heartbreaking, devastating once I realized kind of what I had been doing and rather what I had been kind of putting on, um, other people. And just the fact that I, just this realization of, wow, I got so good at like living this Mm -hmm. double life that I didn't realize how damaging it was to myself and how damaging it was to other people around me. And, um, and so man in the course of literally one night um, I lost my job because I was working at the church I lost my job um, My me and my girlfriend broke up um, I mean and just it was all in one night just boom. I went from here to here Yeah. and um, I just on the, man it just was it was so it was like wow I mean within seconds my world just like dissipated and I just sat there thinking what what if what have I become like what how did I get here why mm-hmm. you know and so I was out of ministry and you know of course it was public man it wasn't like this private deal yeah I'll never forget man I had to go to my my youth pastor and my pastor after that meeting my youth pastor and our pastor Joe followed us me and my girlfriend to my grandma's house and I had to tell my grandma essentially like this is what we've been doing like in the back room you know oh,
2: wow.
1: um, trying to like keep it like PG I don't know like, yeah. what the- <laughs> I'm trying not to like go too far because I don't want your listeners to be writing you horrible emails but um, yeah. so yeah, uh,
0: I don't know how uh, how many kids listen to this with their parents I'm that's- not sure so <laughs> <laughs> right, right,
1: I don't want I don't want little Johnny to be you know, shell shocked for the rest of his life <laughs> on the way to school, you know. Um, but, but yeah, man. And it was just this, it was this, just this me, like coming face to face with myself and just being like, this is not what yeah. I was created to be. This is not yeah. who God's called me to be. And um, I remember sitting. Um, I remember sitting at my house, and I don't even remember what all was going on, but I just remember being feeling extremely alone. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it wasn't necessarily depressed, but just alone. I just felt so alone and isolated. And I remember saying to the Lord, "I'm like I'm gonna throw in the towel. Like I'm done. Like I'm not gonna go back to church. I'm not gonna go back to ministry, especially not go back to ministry." Like, I'm not gonna go back to any of this stuff because I just I don't want I don't want to be in another place like this again I don't you know will, I don't think people are gonna really for, forgive me I feel like my, the eyes of everyone are gonna be like always on me and and I remember specifically the words I said I want to throw in the towel and then man oddly enough I threw I was turned on the TV and TBN was on. And uh, I always hear people talking about like, oh, I was watching TV and the <laughs> Lord spoke to me, and you know, and and I always thought, oh, like how like real is that, you know? <laughs> like I was, uh, I hate to say, I was, I, I was, I, I was a uh, a skeptic, yeah, uh, to say the least about that kind of stuff. And I turned it on, man, and there was a preacher, black lady preacher. I don't remember her name right now, but she she specifically said, she said someone's watching, and you. Have told the Lord that you want to throw in the towel, and God oh, wants wow. to tell you that he, that 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 He doesn't want you to throw in the towel. That He's gonna restore you.
0: Dude wow. I
1: was like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, <laughs> I sat there, like, I went from feeling so alone to feeling such an overwhelming sense of the presence of God, like yeah. in that room with me. And and so I said, "Okay, God, I don't know what it's gonna look like. I don't know what." Um, I don't know how it's all going to shape up, but I'll, I'll, I'll stay in this fight, mm. you know. And, um, I mean, and that wasn't the end of it, man. I remember having to go, I had to go for, in front of all of the pastors um, and apologize to all of them. Uh, I mean, I didn't necessarily have to, but, yeah. but I just felt that was part of the process. Right. And I, you know, because a lot of them, you know, like I said, it was a church I grew up in. So a lot of these pastors knew me from when I was a kid. Um, like as a baby and, and poured so much into me and it done so much for me um, and so I felt like I needed to so man I apologized to them and then I remember man I'll, I'll never forget like one of the first Sundays I, I went I was back in the pulpit I was leading worship now um, and I just remember I felt like every eye it, like I felt like I, all of my insides were just like out on the table and everybody was just like judging Every two seconds, and I was just like, "Okay, Lord, whatever it takes, you know." And um, and I'll tell you, man, if there's one thing I've learned in this life, is that worship, man, unto God, will get you through life. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and that sometimes we can't say anything, sometimes we can't open our mouths and and, and start wor, you know, singing or, or talking about. But if you just put on worship music, yeah. man, some something happens like every time ever i mean and i've since had traumatic things happen in my life and and me my family's life and worship man has been the key to get us through but that's that's a different that's another (laughs) podcast for another day but um but yeah man so i just remember um you know starting to lead worship again and um and uh and really what became my drive and, and really um, is something that I, 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 have as a basis now as a, as a worship leader, um, is the importance of being my authentic self on and off the platform. So when I'm on the plat, when I'm off the platform, people get the same Noah that they're mm-hmm. going to get on the platform. And, um, you know, and that, that, that to me is so key, um, In just, just life in general and how we like, how we can live in this world, man. I mean, what a, what a world. I don't have to tell you or any of the listeners, like, what the craziness of our world right now. And, and the only way that we can, we can get through it is being authentically who God has created us to be. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, Romans, Romans talks about, I love, um, the Passion Translation, Romans 12. Uh, Twelve two, it says, stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly, inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. Yeah, and it's like that's where it's at, man. Like we can't, we have to know that God is only going to bless, God is only going to use, God is only wanting to cooperate. With the authentic us, yeah. And so when we when we come, you know, he wants he wants to, you know, when we go through our Monday through Friday or Monday through Saturday or whatever, and we show up on Sunday in in the the church building, he doesn't want us to feel or or um, have pressure to be somebody else right. and to act like everything's all together and the, the you know well you know and when people come oh how are you doing brother oh I'm blessed you know yeah. it's like. We have to be real and authentic, um, at least with God. You know, there may be people that say, well, you know, people, people don't have time to listen to how I'm really doing. And, you know, unfortunately, that, sometimes that's, that's true, but, but the reality is God always has time for you. Yeah. God always is listening, and he always wants to hear the authentic you. I yeah. mean, it's funny that we think that we can trick God. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> funny that we sometimes think like, oh, well— um, you know, I I did this over here. This is going on in my life, and but oh God, you know, Thou art worthy of the monks of Thy heavens. <laughs> you know, we think we can trick God, and when God's like, who are you talking to? Like, what are you? I want I want to deal with I want to deal with this particular issue or this circumstance or situation. You go, I want to minister to that. I want to talk to that, and I can't I can't get to that if if you're giving me something plastic and right. fake, you know, um, and so. You know, that's one thing that that I'm like, you know, and we've been through. My, you know, my wife and I, um, we have four kids. Uh, we have a seventeen year old, we have a five year old, and we have two four year olds. And, um, and probably somebody's listening is like, holy cow, how is he still like alive?" But you, 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 Chris, understand you? You've got you've got your posse there, and so yep. so when you've got um, so many kids, you there's a lot of things that happen. Yes. You know, you walk through a lot of different things and. You know we have you know we've had a lot of our you know our kids are um you know have some kind of uh, mental um uh, emotional uh issues all four of them and so we've had to deal with high intensities of that um throughout our marriage and, and it's like <clears throat> I've just learned man what the the best <clears throat> position that I can take excuse me okay. is be um be real, man. Just yeah. be real and who we are. That's, I mean, that's essentially what what the podcast is about is being real about who God is in our lives, you know, and and understand that that God is not scared by you know our, our backsliding. He's yeah. not. We're, he's not. Um, he's not thrown off by our backsliding. He's not thrown off by. Our anger. He's not thrown off by our depression. He's not thrown off by any, um, t- you know, trial or tragic thing we, we go through in this life. He's not thrown off by that. And so we have to know that, like he's the he's the one that we want to we, we can come to, mm-hmm. you know, and say, God, you know, today I feel, you know, today, I, you know, I was on yesterday I was on top of the world and I witnessed to this person and I went to church and I did this and today. You know, I'm struggling with, you know, that alcohol addiction or I'm struggling with that drug addiction or I'm struggling with that, you know, pornography addiction or whatever. Um, God wants that honesty from us Mm -hmm. so that that we, you know, the reality is, is, you know, God came into the garden uh, to Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. And and I love what he says. He says, Adam, where are you? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) He's God of the universe. Yeah. Like he knew where Adam was. It wasn't a question that God needed to have answered for Himself. It was a question that He was answering, asking Adam yeah. for Adam to answer, for Adam to realize, yeah, where like where, <laughs> where am I? Like what, what, what have I become? Like yeah. why am I, why am I hiding? Why am I, you know? And so God, that's where I think God, you know, He loves us and He cares for us so much that that's His position. You know, most of the time, I think a lot of times with us is not. You know, the next big ministry event, or the next thing, or you know what? God's God's heart for us is mm-hmm. for us to be well, for us to be whole, and 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 so in order for that to happen, we've got to be, got to be honest. We've got to be transparent, and um, and so that that's one thing, man. That I just, you know, I I you know through my experience and experiences that I've, you know, I re- I remember, man, just having to. Um, you know, there were times that I had to lead worship um, where, you know, you know, we went through uh, a huge, huge, uh, my wife went through a huge custody battle with our older son and uh, with her uh, ex-husband and that was a huge story in of itself, but you know, there was times that I'd have to get in the pulpit and I'd have to lead worship um, you know, with that weighing on my mind or my heart, and it was like those worship times turned out to be some of the best worship yeah. times because i'd come to it and be like okay i'm not i'm not gonna put on a show i'm right. not gonna like try to like you know pump everybody up and i'm just i'm coming here and i'm worshiping for me you know yeah. i'm coming here and i'm in these words that i'm saying you know oh the overwhelming never-ending reckless love of god you know these songs that we sing in church all the time. you know we've got to make them real yeah. to our situation so that we we can be honest so we can allow that to seep in you know yeah. because our situations are real like divorce is real um, you know mental illness is real all of these things some of these things we experience in life are real and yeah. and we serve a real god that wants to really touch those things and tangibly minister to those things but we have to like we have to bring those things to him in a, in a transparent and not hide them and not say okay well that's that's my Monday through Friday stuff. Like I'm here and I'm just, you know, I'm gonna sing and clap and sit and stand and all that. Yeah. No, we've got to be able to be real and, and honest um, with ourselves and with God, so that He can, um, He can be glorified to the to the max. Yeah.
0: Man, that's some good stuff in there, man. Like there's <laughs> there's so much stuff as you were talking that I just, I mean, I was just pulling it out. I mean, there was. And there's there's things in there like our stories are similar and different at the same time. There's some, some similarities and some differences. And I mean, I grew up in church too. I understand the routine of just you know, I didn't go to uh, like you know all the different vacation Bible schools in one you know yeah. summer. I just went to the one at church. But like I I mean it, I know what you mean. Just the routine of like this is what we do, and it's real easy when you grow up in that environment as you get older. That's I mean that's part of what I had to do is learn how to make that relationship with God my own rather than just mimicking what everybody else is doing at church, just going and playing church and and getting that authentic faith and that authentic relationship with God um, so that, you know, you can, you can be real with, with God and stuff. And I, um, but I, I love a couple things. I love that you brought it back to the garden because I, I, one thing I, I, sorry, I, I feel like I say the same stuff on this podcast over and over again. But I, I love the uh, Bible Project um, and everything that they do. And one thing that has helped me understand the Bible so much better and the story of the Bible is the fact that he says just it, – it, with anything in the Bible, everything goes right back to the beginning, especially yep. Genesis 3. And if you are having trouble with the Bible verse and trying to understand what something means – Go back to Genesis 3 or at least, you know, somewhere in there. But usually it's Genesis 3 and read it and you'll understand because everything is about our relationship to God and how we are trying to take our own life into our own hands instead of trusting God when he's just, you know, he's provided everything and says, just trust me, follow me. And yet we still want to do that, you know, do that one thing, you know. And it's and then when you do, there's the consequences. So I love that you brought it back there because it's like, again, everything I think just goes back to to the garden. And, and even with, you know, you, you mentioned, um, just being real with God with your struggles. Um, you know, you, you go to church and, and you, you know, you pray, you do devotions, you try to do everything right, but we still are people and we're still in a fallen world. And we still, um, even as Christians fall into temptation and sin. And that's just, god knows that the whole story of the bible is god pursuing his people and yeah. making covenants with them and they just fail over and over and over and then finally <laughs> jesus is like dude just give it to me i got it like <laughs> i got it right. i paid the price just come to me like we're good you know and and i um not that that's an excuse to just keep sinning and or anything like that and be like oh well god will forgive me that's not it at all but just to know that you don't have to hold that guilt and, and just, if you love God, if you love the people around you, then naturally, you know, you're going to just go after the things that are right and, and be a better image of God and a better representation of God and reflect. Well, on. yeah.
1: And, and the thing too, man, one of the things that I often like to think about and it like, I have to be careful, like as much as I think about it, cause it like gets me, gets me like super choked up every time I think about it, but it's like, if I was the only one that, was gonna ever sin Mm -hmm. jesus would have still came
0: yeah that's crazy
1: and and he would have still and he would have gone through everything and when he was up on that cross and this is just my holy spirit imagination i don't you know it's not necessarily written in the in the word anywhere but i believe that when he was on the cross because he was jesus he thought he saw every face yeah i believe it i believe it 110 percent. and i believe I believe that he saw my face and he mm-hmm. saw your face and he saw so all of our faces and it, it was like and he saw he saw the beginning the middle and the end of our life mm-hmm. and he was like i'm doing it like yeah. i'm going all the way for them because i want them to be able to in their lowest of low come to me i want them in the when they're in their highest of high moments to be able to come to me i wanted them to be able to come to me when you know the finances are not you know, being able to do everything they need to do for their family. I want them to be able to come to me when they're sick. I want them to be able to come to me when they just got on a flight with their spouse. I want them to be able to come to me when when they feel so overwhelmed with with life and and are so depressed and, and feel like they, that they can't go anywhere. I want them to be able to come to me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hang here. I'm gonna take every whip. I'm gonna take every. Thorn, I'm gonna take every accusation because I want them to know how valuable they are to me. Mm-hmm. And it's like when we understand that, man, it, it breaks it breaks those walls, man. It breaks those things. Like you're talking about the routine of just going to church and, you know, playing church and just, you know, showing up and just, you know, going going in and coming out the same way. Like it breaks that when we understand mm-hmm. how much um Jesus loves us, man, mm-hmm. and how much he he wants us just to—he dies so that we could be real and honest and transparent and and be our authentic selves. That we can have our good days, we can have our bad days, we can, you know, we can, <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: we can love our kids one one minute and be, you know, wanting to slap them upside yeah. the head <laughs> the next, you know, wanting you know loving and being ooey gooey with our spouse one minute and the next minute we're like, Lord. <laughs> if you don't take them now, like yeah. I'm, cu- I'm sending them. You know, so and God, what God, God knows that He knows that we're human beings, and and um, you know, I love the saying that I, you know, God made us human beings, not human doings. You know, He doesn't want us to be like doing, doing, doing. I'm, I'm reading my Bible. I'm going to church, and I'm, you know, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And I'm doing that. And I'm doing this. And I'm doing- God's like, no, just be right. Like, Be who I've called you to be. Like, yeah, you're going to have good days. Yeah, you're going to have bad days. There's going to be seasons where you feel like giving up. There's going to be seasons where you feel like you can take on the world. Regardless, like, I love you and I want you to be who I've called you to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That is, yeah, so true. Man, I, I... Yeah. I just, I love a lot of good things in there. And I mean, I just love listening to your story and listening to the things that you were saying. And, um, even, even earlier you talked about how that night where you just gave it to God and that overwhelming feeling of just like, you know, thinking about, you know, how did I get here and not even realizing, you know, I mean, you, you know, that you're not doing the right thing, but also on the other hand, I don't, you don't realize how far. You've separated right. yourself from God. And I mean, I <laughs> similar incident there too with me, you know. I mean, when I was I was just trying to do things on my own and, and just uh I was pursuing financial security just in my own way and in, in doing so it was pulling me apart from God. I didn't even see it. And then once I was able to recognize that and just give it to God, I mean I had that same You know, I remember so I was at the men's encounter and I heard God talking to me all all the whole time there. And then finally, he's just like, hey, um, the it was the last day that we were there It was Sunday afternoon. We were going to be going home. And he's like, whatever you guys have been holding on to right now, if you don't give it to God now. You're not going to do it when you leave here. You know, when you go home, you're going to get back in your routine, you're going to forget all about it. So, just in this in this next song, just get on your knees and give it to God. And that's exactly what I did, and I just started crying, just real <laughs> as you were telling that story, it's like I could just totally relate. I mean, it's a different point in our lives, but it's really similar situation. And and I hear stories of like that from people that come on this podcast. Um, there's always that moment that God just kind of like wows you, you know, I mean, he caught you with saying, uh, you know, um, throw in the towel and then you turn on TBN and all of a sudden she's using that same exact term. And it's like that God always knows the right thing to say, to speak to you. And he speaks to you in a way that you do not like. You're like, dude. That's a God thing. There's no. That's not a coincidence. Like, right. it, only God can reach me like that at that moment right. for that exact exact thing to happen. Um, one of the guys uh that I had on here from YouTube. I'm escaping his name right now, but um, he uh had said with the uh, the um witness. Uh, I'm not even gonna. I, I'll screw it up. I'll just look it up and you guys can go listen to a story cuz it's pretty pretty incredible. Let me pull it up on my phone real quick. But it was a similar thing. I just remember that. But anyway. Um which one was that? Sorry man, I'm trying to find it now. No. You didn't. <laughs> um Oh well. Anyway, I won't I won't keep going with that. But anyway, so thank you for, for coming on here and everything like that. I really, I, I you know, I, I know I wanted to get you on when you were at BCF and we just couldn't get our schedules to meet up and, and make it happen and I, I think it's one of those things that's in God's timing because I'm looking for some, you know, some way to get this started again and there's a few people that I've been wanting to reach out to and something just said, hey, reach out to Noah. You know, you guys talked a while back and um, and I was real excited to hear that you wanted to tell your story on here and come on here and be a part of it as I kick off this new, you know, um, I guess season is what I'll call it (laughs) of the podcast. And, and maybe we'll, I'll probably do more long distance ones like this and, um, and whatnot. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, before I will, we'll talk more about your, your podcast and stuff so people can find you, but before we do any of that and kind of wrap this thing up, is there anything else that you wanted to to say or?
1: Yeah, I just, you know, I just want to highlight like my, um, one of my my like life verse that I love I have like um I have necklaces that have it on it and I have the stuff that has it on it but my favorite verse uh of all time is uh Philippians four eight and uh, it tell it, you know when you're talking about being your real self and like really kind of staying grounded and balanced on on who God's called you to be this verse to me is like what sums it all up but it says in Philippians 4 8 so keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real yeah honorable and admirable beautiful and respectable pure and holy merciful and kind and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God praising him always and it's like you know we can get rocked to the left we can get rocked to the right by so many different things in our life and, and it's hard to like, it's hard, it's hard to stay grounded, it's hard to stay solid, mm-hmm. but when we can just set our mind, you know, don't allow our minds to just conform to like the way that the world does it. And the world is like, hey man, when you're at the top, you know, do whatever you can to get to the top. And once you're at the top, you ain't gotta be accountable to nobody, you ain't gotta like worry about nothing. But it's like, no, you know, the kingdom of God is so upside down to, to everything the world would say. And in order to, to stay focused on, you know, a kingdom lifestyle, living, living a life that Jesus um, has called us to live, is, that's what we do as Philippians 4 is fo- focus on the truth, the authentic, what's real, what's honest, you know. Um, and know that God can handle it. Like, you know, I kind of get a little irritated when I see, like, pictures of Jesus and he's, like, super pretty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, that wasn't – Jesus was – you know, he is so – he is so physically, spiritually, emotionally beyond able yeah. to handle everything. For us to be, I mean, there's times, man, that I've just been in the car and I've just like yelled at God. And I know some people may <laughs> think, oh my gosh, you're yelling at God. I've oh, done you. that before. Like, <laughs> right? You just yell at God and you're like, <laughs> you know, you don't have like, yep. <clears throat> excuse me, you don't have like any. You don't have any like words to say. You're just like, ah, like yeah. I'm so mad. Like, yeah. are you serious, God? And like, He can take that. He yeah. can take our sadness, and He can take all of our different emotions. And um, and in in order for us to 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 stay in that place, uh, you know, balanced place, we've got to got to keep our mindset on those things that are real, that are authentic, that are true, um, and. And know that God loves us. He's mm-hmm. gonna love us. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Yeah. Nothing can can tear the Bible. That's what the Bible talks about. Nothing can. He comes after us. He chases after us. He he, does, he leaves the ninety nine to come find us. You know, yeah. um, and uh, and that's not just a one time thing. That's not a there's not an expiration date on that. Um, he comes and he finds us. Yeah. Um, and loves us unconditionally. So. Yeah. Yeah,
0: man. All right. <laughs> so um, I did find that podcast, that episode. I just wanted to bring it up. Uh, it was uh, From Atheist to Christian. So that's um, – I have actually two parts. There's uh, number 18 and number 20 on my podcast, and it's from a guy named Peter that we found on YouTube, and he just told a story. And I don't remember the you details. You know what? I listened to that one. Yeah. That one
1: was a, That was a good one, yeah.
0: I don't remember the details. I just remember it was something to do with – Somebody coming up and handing him a witnessing track at the right time. Like, he was like praying or he just prayed something and somebody came up and handed him a witnessing track that that oh it was a hundred dollar bill that's what it was it was the it was he was he was going after money and that's what it was <laughs> I remember that now and somebody came up and handed him a witnessing track that was it uh, was like a hundred dollar bill and asked him hey do you want a hundred dollar bill and gave it to him and it was just the way that God used him because that's what he was like do you want me to go after money or do you want me to go after this and God basically used uh, he just, here comes a witnessing track out of nowhere with here's a hundred dollar bill and he opens it up and it's actually telling them that, you know, to put your treasures in heaven and not on world. And it was just like, my mind was blown when I, when I listened to just like your story too, with the, uh, you know, using that same verbiage of throwing in the towel. It's just, (laughs) you pray to God and he just answers you like that, with just some random only God type thing. Right. And
1: he's tangible, man. That's one of my favorite. That's, I, I would love to say that but he's tangible. He's not just this like ooh, yeah. you know, like spirit <laughs> out there like you know, glitter and smoke. Like he's tangible, man. I mean yeah. there's there he shows himself to us like yeah. and will speak to us in a in a way like you said, like we understand um when we need it the most. Yeah. You know? Um and and we've gotta know that. He's active. He's active in our lives. He's not just in the word, he's not just you know, on the, in the Sunday morning service, but he's active. He's with us when we go to work. He's with us when we come home. He's with us when we're sitting at the table trying to figure out the bills. He's with us when we don't know what to do with our kids. He's with us when, he's with us, man. He's active in our lives. Yeah. And, and when we, the more that we acknowledge his activity in our lives, the more, the more we see, yeah. you know, his kingdom come and his will being done in our life.
0: Yeah. All right, man. So I think it's about time to wrap it up. It's it's getting pretty late, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> but uh, yeah, I appreciate you coming on. And you got your podcast uh, Ladder Habits. I do, um, yeah. And you're you just started that not that long ago, and and were you on five or something six? You're we're
1: on yeah, we're on six. Yeah, we're getting ready to, to release seven next week. Okay. Uh, yeah. The second part to us um, episode we did called Health. Uh-huh. Um, and um, so, yeah, it's just basically a podcast about, you know, some faith-based habits that God has and continues to, to talk to me about and through guests that just, you know, that we need to have it as believers in order to sustain the great things that God wants to do in our lives because um, Haggai talks about, um, uh, he shows up and he's talking to King Zerubbabel and, and one of the verses uh, in chapter 2 of Haggai that he says is, you know, the greater the latter will be greater than the former. And a lot of times we hear that preached uh-huh. um, or talked about and we get real excited about that and we you know, we wanna run laps around the church, uh, you know, off of that. But a couple of verses before he says basically he tells the king, Okay, yeah, this is God's gonna about to do something really great, but you gotta work. Yeah. You gotta put your hand in the plow and so that's the reality is that God has greater things for us, but there's things that we have to do in order to keep, to sustain that, to keep that blessing and that greater lives and that's what it's about man the podcast is about yeah. we're on apple Podcasts, spotify all the audio podcasts. we have a youtube channel we're on uh instagram uh we're not on twitter yet we're not going to do twitter <laughs> yet probably uh but uh yeah, but yeah i mean we're twitter. on all that and we and yeah man just just cool. that's what we've been doing doing it since the beginning of june and just keep tracking on so yeah
0: well you guys got to check that out i mean obviously noah's got a lot of good things to say and um, God's doing good things in his life and speaking through him. So, um, yeah, it's ladder habits. So that's L A T T E R not ladder. <laughs> yeah. I so, no, yeah, gotta ladder. make sure I'm saying that right. So, um, <laughs> yeah. anyway, definitely go check that out guys. You guys will really enjoy it and, uh, and get a little, I know I've gotten a lot out of every episode that I've listened to and, uh, just like, you know, you said, you appreciate me with this one. I appreciate you doing that one. And, uh, and you know. I think it's great, so keep it up, and uh, and I'll definitely be praying for your podcast, and that way, you know, God can speak through you to more people and stuff, so.
1: Yeah, man, well, again, thank you so much for having me on, thank you, you know, of course to Renee, and I'm sure she's holding it down while
0: you're doing that. <laughs> she and has been, I don't know, <laughs> a couple yeah, times I know. had to get a little distracted there, because yeah, <laughs> kids coming out, animals, right. yeah, so.
1: Right, my wife's doing the same, she's throwing up the white flag, so. Uh, but thank you, man, so much and, and, and appreciate you and your family and just everything you guys are doing, constantly doing for the kingdom. And, uh, man, we're just onward and upward, man.
0: Yep. Hey, one more thing before we let you go. Um, do you have anything, because you do a lot with music and stuff. Uh, do you have anything going on with your music ministry right now that people could go check out? Or? Um,
1: well, right now I, I'm not doing uh, a whole lot uh, worship leading wise or anything like that. Um, but uh, I am currently working on a worship CD called yeah, "Come Away." Yep. it's called "Come Away," and uh, man, it's exciting, man. We've nice. been, we've been, we haven't. I could have, I could have cranked it out uh, a long time ago, uh, but I'm really taking my time with it for yeah. a lot of different reasons and um, really wanting something God to birth something fresh in it. And so we're we're working on it, um, meeting with my guys every week, and but you can go. Uh, if you go onto my Facebook page, or actually, if you go to Facebook, you can go to Come Away CD Project, and that's a it's a Facebook group page, and that will tell you everything that's going on with the project. Um, of course, with with anything you do like that, there's finances involved. So anybody listening that um, you know wants to to get involved in that way, we definitely would appreciate it. Um, but yeah, man, so that's kind of what's going on right now, and and I've got some samples on that group page of some of the songs we're working on, but. Oh so, awesome. yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. All right, I thought you were working on that so I wanted to make sure <laughs> Yeah, no, people, I appreciate so. that.
1: I appreciate that.
0: All right. Well, uh thanks for coming on and uh for everybody else out there listening or watching, um thanks for for being patient as it's been a lar- there's been a large gap in stories and uh just look for more to come and if you guys want to tell your story, uh, just reach out to me at storiesoffreedompodcast@gmail.com, at gmail.com, and we'll get you on. We can either do it over the phone or you want to do it on video like this, we'll definitely do it. So, All right, guys. Um, I guess just until next time.